Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Alexa, am I back from vacation yet? No, she says. Nope, I am not back from vacation, but that's okay. I have another one of my friends here with their own version of a podcast, Pontifications. This time, it is James Cridland, the man behind podnews.net. Guess what he's going to talk about. Just guess. A smart speaker's a thing for podcasts. Here's why they aren't and why they might be. Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, James Cridland, filling in for Evo Terra, who is... um, Okay, Google, where is Evo Terra at the moment? Evo is either on holiday or he's robbing a bank. Robbing a bank? Well, there we are. Google knows everything. Uh, Smart speakers hit the headlines recently in places like Pod News and other publications, if there are any, because all of a sudden, Apple Podcasts released a skill on Amazon Echo speakers that lets you listen to podcasts on them. And it took Spotify about two seconds to announce that they too were releasing an Amazon Echo skill so you could listen to podcasts on your smart speaker from them as well. You'd be forgiven for thinking that podcasts on speakers is a brand new thing. It isn't. Actually, your podcast has always been playable on Amazon Echo speakers as long as you are in TuneIn. And a special mention here for the Hot News podcast, by the way, who also seem to appear when I ask for my own podcast. It's Pod News, Alexa. Pod News. Anyway, podcasts on smart speakers. Is it a thing? Well, no. Only 0.21% of Libsyn podcast plays in August were to smart speakers, and that doesn't seem a whole lot. Now, that figure has doubled in the past year, but double nothing is still nothing. So why is it so low? Well, most smart speakers are in shared spaces like kitchens or the living room. But 91% of podcasts are listened to alone. If podcasting really is the intimate medium then it doesn't really work for something like a smart speaker. These Apple and Spotify skills will only work in the US as well, so that means it won't make a massive change and will also mean lots of confused listeners trying to do what Joe Rogan has just told them to do, but listening outside the US where it won't work. Podcasting is global, so it's a shame that both Apple and Spotify have only bothered with the US. There are 179 other countries, you know. I was born in one and I live in another. And anyway, it's only Amazon Alexa. Do you know what the market-leading smart speaker brand is in Australia? It's Google. In Canada, it's Google. In fact, Amazon Alexa is only market leader in two countries, the US and the UK. In all other countries, Google is in front. And actually, even those figures are a bit suspect because Google Assistant is in loads of things, phones, headphones and Chromebooks. And the figures only count the sales of Google branded speakers. So Google actually has a lot more users everywhere. 
Smart speakers don't get used much for podcasts because until now they've not known which episodes you've heard and which you haven't because they don't sync to the podcast app you use. Google speakers sync to Google Podcasts, yes, but I'm guessing you probably don't use Google Podcasts. Amazon speakers up until recently didn't sync to anything. So now at least smart speakers should be a little smarter and sync to your Apple account or your Spotify account, as long, of course, as you link them. Now, as I say, podcasts have always been playable through Alexa speakers using their default provider, TuneIn Radio. And it's probably a good thing that Alexa users can choose something else now because TuneIn recently lost a copyright court case in the UK, which could possibly open the floodgates for a number of other copyright actions around the world. And that could kill the company if they're not careful. In many countries, Amazon has succeeded in finding other default directories for live radio, and it would make sense for an alternative default directory for podcasts too. After all that, though, I actually think this is quite exciting. Because... This is the first time that Apple has produced a third-party integration for Apple Podcasts. It's the first time that they've made their product appear on something other than an Apple product. And that's quite a thing. It communicates that Apple are serious about their podcast ambitions. And I wonder whether next, could we see an Apple Podcasts app for Android? That would change things up. And maybe in the future we might see Apple turning on payments for podcasts so that if you want to, you can charge people for a season of your podcast rather than tell me about how stamps.com is so much better than going to a post office. Apple are the only company that has the infrastructure to do this right now, with the possible exception of Google. Anyway, for your podcast, I'd obviously make sure that you're listed in Spotify. Go to podcasters.spotify.com for that. And make sure that you're in Google Podcasts and tune in as well. But I wouldn't hold your breath about massive increases from smart speaker listening, because I'm not convinced that's going to happen. Oh, and while I'm here, let me tell you about podnews.net. It's my thing. It's a daily newsletter about podcasting and on demand. And you can get it for free at podnews.net in your email inbox every day. That's podnews.net. What's that, James? Podnews.net. Yes, podnews.net. You can also get it as a podcast. And after telling you that smart speakers aren't really a thing for podcasts, I'll also tell you that daily news briefings on smart speakers deliver massive amounts of traffic for short podcasts like mine. You'll find pod news in the news briefing section of the Amazon Alexa app and in the news section of the Google Home app as well. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, which may be the first you've heard that would correctly pronounce the word aluminium, if only I could work out a way of adding it into the script, and where the word colour is spelt correctly. Evo will be back in January with the proceeds from his bank heists and even more podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety 
and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.